It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. WRKS Pickens Jackson. You ready? Let's go! Now live in the Bank Plus studio, where college football meets the all-lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming around the world live at the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. Where are you? The Zone. Y'all know we've talked about how Eli Manning and... Dak Prescott, what they did and didn't have around them when they were at Ole Miss and Mississippi State. And the the way that both elevated their their teammates, their program, their coaches, right? We could go on. Their, their university, good grief. They they both meant impact millions and millions of dollars to, to Ole Miss and MSU. Uh, we are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Uh, brought to you by Went McGee, the Mortgage Man, MortgageManMS.com, and Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland, Starkville, and Tupelo. So, Eli and Dak, a big chunk of the time they were on the field in college, they were at a disadvantage, talent-wise. And there were many Saturdays they made up for it, whether it was with, with their arm or Dak with his arm and his legs. Um. We're streaming live on the zone1059.com. As y'all, especially those of you, there's some people that are cheering against Dak because of where he played college, but as those of you that are turning your attention to the Cowboys and the 49ers, and like me, you remember the Cowboys and 49ers for a minute in the 80s, but they rekindled that thing in the 90s with Jimmy Johnson and George Seifert and Troy Aikman and Steve Young, and then both of them were bad for a long time. 
We talk about Dak and the fact that Mike Dettelier, who doesn't have a dog in the hunt, just said basically Dak has to play like he did last night, which i do not sure that you can't replicate that against the San Francisco 49ers defense. But he will have to be amazing for them to have a chance next Sunday afternoon night. Um, and, and everything that Dak did for the Mississippi State program, Brock Purdy is the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. And there's a lot of similarities between the two. Okay? You know how we always talk about how Elon Dak did what most quarterbacks won't do today? Sit for a little while. Neither one of them started to their red shirt sophomore year. Most everybody else is leaving. And it's not going to work out for the majority of these QBs. But most all these quarterbacks are moving around and so on. Brock Purdy started... 46 games at Iowa State. Dak and Eli were both well over 30 games. I'm sorry, over 35 games. And there's something to that. Playing, having success, having failure, weaknesses, you know, exploited, learning how to get through them, getting coached a lot, reps, 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 reps. And Brock Purdy at Iowa State, he started 46 games. And they were at a disadvantage damn near every Saturday. So even though he was Mr. Irrelevant, just like Tom Brady, even though he was Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy threw for 12,100 yards at Iowa State and 81 TDs and only 33 picks. At Iowa State, Elon Dak played uphill. Most people did. Mahomes played uphill. Aaron Rodgers played uphill. You know, we we could go on and on here as far as guys that have been able to make it in the league compared to the blue blood QBs that the media falls in love with and a lot of times front office personnel fall in love with. And then when all of a sudden it's a level playing field, they can't get it done. Yeah, Iowa State typically in the Big 12, which has 10 teams. I know, stay with me. Of the 10 teams in the Big 12, Iowa State is routinely 8th in talent composite, according to 247. There you go. He played at a disadvantage (laughs) most Saturdays and yet played well. And he started. He didn't have the opportunity Eli and Dak had. Um, He had to start his true freshman year. Yeah. And he actually played well, and then he really took off as a – Sophomore and, and junior and senior. So, so I guess you asked the question: Why why was he drafted last in the draft? I he looks he damn sure looks like a third round pick. Um, How but, many? But Dak looked like a first or second round pick. It, even with the DUI, he looked like a second round pick. Which I, you know, whatever. Um, the the, but you look at these guys that are playing and. There are a lot of guys who weren't picked in the first round now that had good careers. Drew Brees, Joe Montana, Dak, Tom Brady, Kirk Cousins. You know, I mean, there there's a long, of course, Aaron fell to late first round. But um, you're, you're getting a lot more second, third, and fourth round picks. Now, you're going to stay with the first round pick longer. We know that. Owners, 
you, you, you pick that dude in the top five, top 10, top 15, owners fall in love immediately. Carson Wentz continues to get opportunities. Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, they're, they're always going to get opportunities. Right. I mean, we talked about and this. that ship has sailed. We talked about this yesterday before the game. What I mean, if Dak Prescott, as an early player, had performed with some of the struggles that like Trevor Lawrence went through, or, I mean, even, like had the unlucky, unfortunate bounces that Justin Herbert's had in, in L.A., if those things don't go your way, Gardner Minshew played great, but because you didn't get enough wins and because you weren't a first-round pick, you're not going to be given the benefit of the doubt to keep going. Yeah. It's just part of it. Now, it helps that Brock Purdy's at arguably a top five offensive mind in the league right now in Kyle Shanahan. Look at Daniel Jones under Jason Garrett and Daniel Jones under Brian Dayball, right? Brock Purdy in New Orleans with Dennis Allen probably isn't looking like Brock Purdy in San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, everybody needs a little... You're right. Uh, I'm still blown away that in 2016, Dak could throw up the numbers he did with Jason Garrett and Scott Linehan around him. That's the testament of his ability. Yeah. It's why I, mean, I would love for Dak to have a Kyle Shanahan, an Andy Reid, a, a you know some of these dudes that that are yeah off the charts. So, but it's I also understand how even if they're not winning, of course they have been under Dak. Um, how special it is to be the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, he's made another what two hundred million off the. Field? Well, yeah, and he's 29. If he were to just play 10 more years at 39, I mean, that's going to be – it's not even generational wealth. It's like unfathomable wealth. Right. Uh, He'll it, get up to the to the seven, it, depending. It does speak to the importance of QB and, like, why this we have an interesting development going on at Ole Miss because you lose talent out the back door. We think it's Jackson Dart's job, but you heard Mike Dettelier say it himself. Walker Howard is not going somewhere he doesn't think he has a chance to start. Right. And a good chance to start. If Lane Kiffin signs Walker Howard, what does that mean? For the locker room, I don't know, because Jackson Dart fully believes that he's the guy. And he played well this year. Uh, He's still young. Uh, That's something we forget. He was a true sophomore this year after playing at Southern Cal. So that's a great question, Blake. What... What happens? Can you? It's nothing like Dart and Luke Altmaier. This is a an established starter and and a five star quarterback coming in. So, can how does it look if Walker Howard beats him out? Can Walker Howard beat him out? I don't know. And if you're paying Walker Howard to come to school, and you're already paying Jackson Dart to come to your school. And both now have transferred once into your program. What do you do? I don't. How know. much money can you put in one position where only one guy can play? I don't know. There's a great quote in uh, the both book and movie Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. The money always runs out. Out of bounds. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Streaming live for you on thezone1059.com. The show is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home. And save. Favorites.com Farm Bureau Insurance for excellent customer service. Ron Fowler, 109 The Game, Tuscaloosa at 930. Dead presidents printed on paper. Cash money.
It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, live in the Bank Plus studio. Blake Scott filling in for Bo Bounds, who is out on assignment. Excited to have you along today on what has been a, let's just say an eventful Wednesday morning. As Walker Howard, former LSU quarterback, highly coveted prospect out of Louisiana, has committed to Ole Miss. That's right. He has committed to Ole Miss in the transfer portal. Walker Howard now going to compete with Jackson Dart for the starting position in Oxford. Lane Kiffin trying to right the ship after a four-game losing streak to end the season, including a an embarrassing loss to Arkansas, a tough home loss to your rival Mississippi State, and then a no-show in the bowl game. Uh, Back-to-back years that Texas Tech has beaten State and Ole Miss in bowl games. So, there you go. Walker Howard committed to the Rebels, and that's the big news of the day. The the second name that we're watching right now, and again, everybody's kind of just holding their breath to see what happens. It is Tulu Griffin. What will Tulu Griffin do in the transfer portal today? He's got to decide. Today's the last day until the portal closes for summer, spring, however, or summer, fall, however you want to say it, when, uh, when that portal opens back up after the fall, or excuse me, the spring semester before the fall semester. So uh, we'll see what happens with Tulu Griffin. That news will probably not break until closer to noon today, but it would be a big loss for Mississippi State uh, should Ole Miss find a way to pull Tulu Griffin from the Bulldogs. He made two game-changing plays in the Egg Bowl, of course, recovering the fumble and then catching that touchdown headed into halftime. So we'll see what happens. But Lane Kiffin's got his guy. Lane Kiffin has Walker Howard. Is that the QB of the future for Ole Miss fans? Is Jackson? Did Jackson Dart start his last game for Ole Miss? Did Jackson Dart start his last game at Ole Miss? in the bowl game against Texas Tech. Fans have weighed in. Your thoughts on the Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. Fans are weighing in left and right. It's interesting. Some fans are very high on this. Some fans are happy. 
that Kiffin went and got Walker Howard. They like the aggressiveness in the portal. Some fans are not as happy. J-Rock says, you lose five of your last six games, and then you recruit LSU's third best quarterback. Well, that's not what Mike Dettelier said. Mike Dettelier said Archie Manning at the Manning camp said it himself. It was pretty obvious that Walker Howard was the most talented quarterback at LSU. Don't get confused sometimes with what people say out on the internet and and what you read, okay? Walker Howard was a redshirt freshman at LSU. He was not supposed to play this year in 2022. You don't ever want to have to have your freshman play. What Will Rogers had to do as a freshman being thrown into the fire in Mike Leach's first season in 2020 is the absolute last plan of action for most coaches. I don't care who it is. Arch Manning, they don't want Arch Manning starting as a freshman at Texas. I promise. That's not what you want. So the idea that because he was quote-unquote third string as a freshman who was being redshirted, that's crazy. That doesn't matter. The kid can ball. Is he going to be successful? I don't know, but he's talented. He's extremely talented. And so this was, a. I, I think it's the right move by Kiffin to try and make your team better. If you think Walker Howard can do better for you than Jackson Dart, then so be it. That's the case. But we'll see what happens. Walker Howard in the boat now, the big commit for Ole Miss Tulu Griffin is the name to watch. This is the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Coming up next, we're going to hear from new Mississippi State Athletic Director Zach Selman on the uh, Patron Tequila guest line. Zach Selman going to join the show, and we'll hear from him. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, please get them in on the Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. I want to hit this before we go. Ole Miss picks up their first SEC win in basketball yesterday. Mississippi State loses... Uh, a, I don't know, a competitive game to Tennessee. I don't even know what to do with that. It's their third straight game. Uh, Mississippi State obviously coming back to earth on the basketball side of things following an incredible start to the season for Chris Jans, first-year head coach. Look, do any of you care? Do you Do any of you care that State lost their third straight game in basketball and Ole Miss won their first SEC game by defeating South Carolina 70-58 to in South Carolina? Or are you just counting down the days to baseball? Is that what it is? Is it how many more moves does my team make in the portal and also when do my baseball season tickets arrive? I get it. I 100% get it. But I don't know. That's your basketball hit. Your SEC basketball hit powered by, oh gosh, I don't even know. As much Russell's reserve. No, I'm just kidding. We can't go there. Your your SEC basketball hit here. Ole Miss defeats South Carolina 70-58, to their first SEC win of the year. Uh, State falls to Tennessee 70-59, to their third straight loss here in a losing streak. Uh, Kermit Davis probably not making another season in Oxford, but again, I don't know how many of you are actually even locked in on that. I think... The majority of you are locked into two things. The transfer portal slash recruiting for SEC football. And when does SEC baseball start? As far as your schools go, that's that's what I think matters most. NFL playoffs this weekend. We're going to dive into that tomorrow. We'll have Steve Palazzolo 
and we'll have Tom Luganbill tomorrow. Steve Palazzolo and Tom Luganbill tomorrow as we talk not only Walker Howard, Tula Griffin's decision, which we should know later today, but we're also going to talk a little NFL playoffs. Dak Prescott and the Cowboys will travel to San Francisco on Sunday. The Bills and Chiefs will also play Sunday, and then we'll have the two games Saturday. Um, the Eagles going to host the New York football Giants. That's right. Eagles going to host the Giants. And uh, then, uh, did I say Chiefs-Bills? I'm sorry. Bengals-Bills is on Sunday. I don't know if I said Chiefs or not. Bengals-Bills is on Sunday. My apologies. Chiefs-Jaguars is on Saturday. Chiefs-Jaguars is on Saturday. So uh, we'll see those two two sets of games, Saturday and Sunday. It should be amazing. This is pretty crazy. Dak Prescott is the oldest quarterback in the playoffs. Think about that. Dak Prescott is the oldest quarterback in the playoffs. He's 29. He's 29. Mahomes is 27. Josh Allen and Joe Burrow are both 26. Daniel Jones is 25. Jalen Hurts is 24. And Brock Purdy and Trevor Lawrence are 23 years old. Isn't that crazy? Dak Prescott, 29. The youngest is Lawrence and Brock Purdy. They're 23. It's the new era. It's the new age of, of quarterbacking in the NFL. The young guns are here. We're out with the Bradys. We're out with the Rodgers. Drew Brees has been, been gone. I mean, it's, it's about the young guns, the young quarterbacks, and it's why QB is so important, and it's why we keep going back to Walker Howard. Lane Kiffin is trying to make his QB room the best it can be. Will it work? I don't know, but he's at least challenging Jackson Dart. In Startville right now, you have one quarterback. Will Rogers. You're going to have a freshman Chris Parsons show up on campus, and that's it. That's all you got. Staff's going to have to get busy. Staff is going to have to get busy. Kevin Barbet, your new OC, we'll see what he's got on the trail and in the playroom. We'll, we'll see. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, SEC Insider Hit. Coming up next, we're going to have Zach Selman, Mississippi State Athletic Director, on the show. And I uh, hope you guys enjoy that. Hope you enjoyed the show today. Blake Scott filling in for Bo Bounds. Always a good time on a Whiskey Wednesday. The Out of Bounds Show powered by Russell's Reserve and Long Branch Bourbon. Russell's Reserve. Please drink responsibly. Zach Selman coming up next. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Come on. Everyone ready? This is the SEC Insider Hit. Presented by your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Go local. Go with a home team. Uh, good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We're driven by the Ram Trucks at Mack Hike and Flowood. MackHikeFlowood.com. And the show is also brought to you by Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland. Uh, Bulldog Burger in Startwell. Right there in the Cotton District. And Bulldog Burger in Tupelo. You're listening to 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Our guests join us on the Patron Tequila guest line. Exciting news last week. As our next guest, Zach Selman, was named the athletic director at Mississippi State. And Dr. Mark Keenum and the team uh, identified Zach Selman and decided that he was the guy to lead the athletic department. And he has spent several years at the University of Oklahoma under Joe Castiglione, who is considered one of the best ADs in the country. And we welcome in Zach Selman. Good morning. How are you? Doing great, Bo. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Well, thank you for your time. Congratulations, Zach. Oh, thank you. Still all uh, sinking in, but so excited and just eager to get back to Starkville here next week. So where were you when you, I guess, received the call that uh, you had been chosen to be the next athletic director at at Mississippi State, Zach? I was here in our offices uh, at Oklahoma that – administrative offices are in the, the north end zone of the football stadium. So it was just coming out of a meeting and got the call and almost uh, so happy, excited, um, eager. And first thing I did, call my wife and say, let's go to Starkville. So she's on board, as you saw last week. It's a family affair for us. So, uh, and yeah, everything's just so pleased with, with how the process went, but also just inspired by Dr. Keenum and the leadership that he provides Mississippi State. So really excited. Uh, to be able to join the team. Zach Selman on the Out of Bounds Show. Dr. Keenum's been the most successful president at Mississippi State University. He's been there a long time now. This is considered, I think, a long time in the business. I think 13 years, maybe almost 14. Um, when you were when you started through the interview process and started getting to know Dr. Keenum, what jumped out at you? I think the first thing was just his, his vision for Mississippi State, and it was a, a big, bold vision. And he wants to do the unthinkable and the moonshot type approach. And I love that. I love to be able to inspire, to try to do as best as we can. But I think also you always stood out his humility. And that's one thing that um, after our first phone conversation, you just felt the humility and the genuineness. Um, and I think another thing I really love is he always puts the students first. And for us in, in higher education, it's got to always be about the students. And I've always when I take an AD job or accept an AD job, it's going to be one with the president you can align with um, and one that also always puts the students first. And I think lastly, just his his, um, ability to really see how important college athletics is, not 
only locally but nationally and you know clearly have had a built a great relationship with a lot of people in this business and just what he's doing from a national perspective for college sports and then locally in Starkville is something I think all the ingredients we can win and we can win at a high level. That's a great point. That doesn't always happen in academia where the president or chancellor is uh, on board and, and gung-ho and committed to collegiate athletics. Dr. Keenum definitely is. We're visiting with Zach Selman, new athletic director at Mississippi State and uh, spent the last seven years at Oklahoma, was also at North Carolina un- under Bubba Cunningham. And uh, Zach joins us on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I know you, I think you spent about 48 hours or so maybe on campus, uh, 24, 48 hours on campus last week. Um, what was what was your takeaway? What did you think about the campus, the, the sports facilities, the academics, and so on? I think first every college campus, you know, starts with the people and said it on Friday. We've just been overwhelmed with how genuine um, everybody is that we came in contact with. And that's something that that's really been, uh, you know, something that we've always looked for uh, because for us, we want to be involved in the community and engage with. So I think the people are first, uh, you know, where we, we currently are moving from to get to Starkville, you know, there's not a lot of trees. It's pretty flat. So I think we, we love seeing trees. We love seeing the, the trees and, uh, went for a jog Friday morning through campus and just beautiful campus. Uh, you still haven't been able to go to all the athletics facilities yet. Seen did like um, kind of a, a driving tour. Uh, but just think a lot of the, the progressiveness over the last couple of years has looks like appears like has really put Mississippi State put us in a good position for uh, the future. So once I get back there, we'll take a lot more intimate look at everything that we're doing on the inside. Uh, let's talk uh, Joe Castiglione at Oklahoma and his tenure since 1998. Uh, he's been incredibly successful. Uh, why has he been so successful at Oklahoma, Zach? Yeah, I think it starts with alignment. You know, he's had great alignment with, uh, you know, let's see, three presidents. Um, but between him, President David Bohr and Bob Stoops, they, they were together for 18 years. So I think – I've always learned that, you know, alignment is critical for success. Also, I think it's the constant pursuit to get better. And, you know, we call it, it's easy to have like the fat cat syndrome or whatever it might be, but we've always had a, a hard hat mentality. And I think that's something that Joe drives into us every day is allowing us to uh, pursue perfection and relentlessly pursue perfection. And if we, we know we're not going to hit perfection, but we're going to constantly strive to get better. So I think those are the couple of the, the key ingredients that Joe's always pushed us for. When you uh, describe what your role was as deputy athletics director, external engagement and advancement, um, what was your, what was your number one priority for the Oklahoma athletic department? I think it, it, over time it's very, you know, clearly I have uh, sport oversight with football when I was at Oklahoma. So onboarding a new staff and, and going through a transition over the last year has took up probably the majority of my time. Uh, then clearly the next bucket is our, our fundraising area, uh, kind of in the midst of a capital campaign there. So spent a lot of the time doing the, the fundraising of it. Then also all of our external areas have my oversight too. So, uh, and it's, it's been a blessing because I've, you know, earned trust here at Oklahoma and was able to, uh, do a lot more things, but it was there wasn't a, a hey, every day is going to look the same. But that's again because I think 
Joe and I had worked a long time together and, and had his trust to do a lot of different things. Zach Selman on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Um, Zach, as you're fully aware, NIL has taken the you know collegiate athletics world by storm. People are still trying to figure it out. Um, it's a new frontier. And obviously, Mississippi State um, has the Bulldog Initiative and um, every school, not every school, but most schools are heavily involved uh, in this. How do you see, you know, where are you with NIL and how do you see Zach Selman um, helping the collective or, or Mississippi State in the NIL space? Yeah, I think still trying to get schooled up on everything I've clearly read about the Bulldog Initiative and uh, kudos to everybody who's putting a lot of great work to get us where we're at now. I think so the first step for me is going to just be to, to learn of, of, again, what we're currently doing and trying to identify some some opportunities that we've, we've learned at other places, um, but also some other original thoughts that we have. That I know, you know, we can say NIL is great, NIL is bad, but the, the fact of the matter is NIL is here. And for our student athletes, we're going to embrace it, but we're going to embrace it um, in the right way. And we're also going to embrace it so there's educational components that come along with it. I do think we learned that you can't look at NIL as just a one-size-fits-all um mechanism for everybody i think every sport program is different every student athlete is different shoot we're all different you know i've got two kids at home and they they both love different things sure so i think i think we're first uh develop an identity of what what success might look like for that individual program and then build out plans and work with partners and collaborate with people um to make sure that we reach all of it and then clearly i think this is just a temporary thing uh at some point whether it's NCAA, conference, uh, what have you, there's going to have to be some more um, oversight and governance. So I think as as we're building out right now, we'll also be scenario planning for what the future might hold as well. He is Zach Selman, new Mississippi State Athletic Director on the Out of Bounds Show. He joins us on the Patron Tequila Guest Line. So what describe what it was like. You, you grew up with Oklahoma royalty. I mean, your father your uncles, uh, that had to be pretty amazing, um, so accomplished. And and so you're talking about a proud program. You know, when I was a kid, I'm older than you, Zach, but when I was in the 80s, Switzer dominated. That's kind of when I first remember life or whatever. Switzer dominated college football. And, of course, um, your dad and uncles had, had played in the in the 70s and so on. What, what was it like to grow up with a, a dad and an, two uncles who were so accomplished in Oklahoma football. You know, it was, it was great. Um, but, you know, Bo, I really didn't even realize it. I don't think, growing up. It just was normal. I mean, my, one of my first memories, uh, we were at the donut shop and somebody asked my dad for an autograph when I was, I don't know, probably five years old. And, I, you know, I just never, from there, I never really thought it was weird. But the, the cool thing is never really talked to him about sports. Uh, it was always more, you know, even before Uncle Leroy passed when he called is, hey, how's school going? You know, how's your faith? Uh, what are you doing? Just, it was never about football. And even uh, to this day with with my dad, it's never about, like, the game. It's always about the process and about the life lessons that the game teaches you. Now, I think one of the benefits of, you know, I had three older sisters who all were heavily involved in basketball. Um, so they were 
our family was competitive as heck and wanted to win and everything, and that really uh, really helped develop me in a mentality. But it was it was really exciting. Um, but I think most importantly, it showed like you can be at the top pinnacle of your game, but you can also be a great person. And that's something that has always stuck with me, even specifically with Uncle Leroy to be a you know number one draft pick, uh, college football Hall of Famer, you name it, um, NFL Hall of Famer. But I've never I never once saw him turn away a, a autograph request. I never once saw him you know, give somebody a bad look. It was always truly about trying to help people, and that's always really inspiring and showed, set the, the benchmark very high for it. I think it's all to look at. Wow. What? Uh, okay, describe your experience at Wake Forest. You're, you were a four-year Dean's List member, four-year starter at tight end on Wake Forest football team. That's an excellent acad- academic institution, too. Um, what was it like to go to college at Wake? Loved Wake. Um, and funny story, the, the, the main reason I went to Wake Forest was an, uh, one of my best friends growing up and still to this day, a guy named Zach Taylor, who just won a big game with the leading the Bengals last night. And so Zach and I, Zach's a year older than me. And, uh, you know, growing up, we played high school football together. And he, he went to Wake Forest. And so convinced me to come out there with him the following year. And then, ironically, he ended up transferring on me. So first, I, I go 1,100 miles from home, and then one day after practice, we're walking down the hallway, and I could tell something was – I mean, I've known him so long, I could tell something was turning in him. And then one of our offensive linemen uh, kind of spilled the beans and said, hey, Taylor, have you told Selman yet you're leaving? And I'm like, dude, what? I, I came all the way out here from you. I packed up my Nissan Maxima for you, man. And and now you're leaving on me, uh, but you know it was a it was a adjustment period. But you know being that far from you know where I grew up uh, was great, and loved the classroom size, loved the the idea of having high academics, uh, but also competing in ACC, and loved getting to play for Jim Grobe. Jim Grobe is uh, a jewel of a guy. Um, love him to death. Still talk to him at least you know once a month or so. And just really had a good time. And also we were able to win some games, which was really fun to build something uh, there. Really kind of, again, showed me, again, you you can win at any level. It, sometimes it takes strategy depending on what seat you're sitting in. Uh, but it was a really great experience and, and uh, really thankful for my time in Winston-Salem. So Coach Grove, he took Wake Forest to the Orange Bowl, didn't he? I mean, that's correct. Yeah. That's incredible. He's an underrated coach, what he was able to uh, – I know Clawson's done a good job, but but Grobe was was awesome. Did you ever get to see – as a student athlete at Wake Forest, did you – did Tim Duncan or Chris Paul ever come back to campus? You know, didn't see Tim Duncan, but yet Chris and I were the same class. So, so we got to see Chris a lot and still – you know, one of the first people that te- or that texted me after uh, uh, the press conference on Friday was Chris's brother, CJ. And I think CJ was a couple years above us, but was playing at Winston-Salem State. So really got to see some great basketball. Uh, one of my religion, uh, I was a religion major there at Wake, and one of my religion major partners was Webb Simpson. Who oh, wow. Is, is doing his thing on the, on the PGA Tour. So it was, you know, for a, a small um, – school sizes as far as student enrollment there's a lot of great people great faculty um 
actually uh, one of my religion professors married Rachel and I. So it, it was a really oh, kind of small cool. communal thing that, but really appreciated um, our time there and had some great athletes for sure. It was, it was fun watching Chris Paul. Yeah, Justin Gray was on the basketball team too. So uh, they got up to number one in the country for a little bit. But they lost to Illinois. Mm. Yeah, so that's incredible. Chris Paul's my favorite point guard the last 20 or so years. I was an Isaiah Thomas guy in the 80s. And and then I had to go with, with Chris Paul. He was in New Orleans for a while, and the company I was with had season tickets, and we got to catch him play right out of uh, right out of Wake. That's that's pretty – that's really cool. We're visiting with uh, Zach Selman. He is on the Out of Bounds show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. He is the new athletic director at Mississippi State. Zach, uh, we appreciate it. Thank you so much today for uh, spending some time with us. I know the Mississippi State and Starkville community is excited to get to know you and your family. And I had people from the Oklahoma Sooner kind of world and family hitting me up throughout the weekend that uh, they're happy for you, but they, they're not happy about losing you because you're a rising star in the industry. So congratulations um, on the new job, and we will we'll catch up soon. Absolutely. Bo, thank you so much. Hail State. Zach Selman, the new athletic director at Mississippi State, played at Wake Forest, uh, which is really cool. And I didn't realize the tie was that close with Chris Paul. If you've listened to this show, you know what I think about Chris Paul. Unbelievable. And then, um, obviously, Oklahoma, North Carolina, and now he is your new AD in Starkville at Mississippi State. And Zach joined us on the Patron Tequila guest line. It's unbelievable, you know, we, we've talked about his father, Dewey, um, his uncles, Leroy and Lucius Selman. That's Oklahoma football royalty. Uh, all of them, All-Americans, um, two of the three academic All-Americans. And then how about that, Blake? Webb Simpson, Chris Paul, uh, among uh, uh, Zach Taylor, among huh? others that were at Wake Forest during his four-year um, career there as he was on the Dean's list for all four years. Also while starting at tight end. Uh, yeah. As a state person, I don't know what a tight end is, but those other things sound good. You are. Um, no, in all seriousness, I think you see what he did at Oklahoma as a fundraiser and NIL focused person. And that I think for any, Program. I mean, look, we just talked about C.J. Stroud, whether or not he's going to turn down the NFL for an NIL offer to stay at Ohio State. We're talking about Ole Miss looking for a quarterback and whether or not you know they're going to be paying Jackson Dart and Walker Howard if they try to go get somebody like that. Uh, we've talked about State trying to keep players, whether it's from the NFL or from other teams trying to come in for the transfer. Clearly, NIL and the new era of fundraising is the focal point of college athletics. So it seems like... Mark Keenum recognized that and hired someone whose main history and yeah. track record is in being successful at those very things. And I think Charlie Winfield, who heads up the Bulldog Initiative, is going to be really excited that Zach Selman's on campus yeah, and yeah. to get to to get to know each other. He's probably not unhappy. No, yeah, I would I would say that's probably accurate. That was cool. Golly, it's it's uh it's no big deal to him because of the way he grew up, but. When you think about his dad and his uncles, one, but then going to Wake at a time when Chris Paul was there, yeah, Webb Simpson, who's 
an unbelievable PGA tour player and so on. That's and Zach Taylor, who's the head football coach for the Cincinnati Bengals. Them Bengals. 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 Sorry, baby. I didn't say it right. Bengals. Bengals. Look, because uh, I remember last night Chris Sims and who was on the right of Chris Sims or his left, but my right, Jason Garrett, right? What? Yes, it was yeah. Jason Garrett. It was Jason. Garrett. Yeah. That's why you couldn't uh, And they said the Bengals. Real quick, speaking of NFL, because I only okay. have like three minutes here. Tonight's game, Cowboys and Buccaneers. They play at Tampa Bay. Tom Brady, we know his incredible playoff statistics. The Cowboys have not won a road playoff game in 30 years. Now, that's, <laughs> that's 24 of those years Dak Prescott was not in the organization. So let's not pretend like it's all their fault. Mike McCarthy's only been the coach for a couple, but... As he said, no, we don't carry the, we don't carry the sins of the past with us. This is our year. It's a new year. But they hadn't won a road playoff game since nineteen ninety three. Thirty years. Is that, it is the, what is it that is. the year you were born? Ninety one. Okay. So thirty years since a, a road playoff. No, I want to say that a little slower. The Dallas Cowboys. I want you to think about the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New York Jets for a second. Just hold that thought. And the Cincinnati Bengals. All right, Blake. Just I read that yesterday too. The Dallas Cowboys haven't won a road game since 1993. Bill Clinton had only been in office for, I think, a week. Yeah. I want want you to think about that. 1993, Pearl Jam, Stone Temple Pilots, Snoop Dogg, and Dr. Dre were all kicking it in the music world. (laughs) All right? I mean, they still are, but you know, I'm, I'm talking about new and ascending and so on and Blake just dropped 1993 was yeah. the last time they won a road playoff game and haven't been to the NFC championship game since 95 or something like that yeah, yeah. so all right here and the go. Jets have been the Jaguars have been and the Bengals have not only been they've been to the Super Bowl so what you got tonight you got Brady versus Dak McCarthy versus um Bowles who has never lost to the Cowboys ironically enough Brady's never lost to the Cowboys, ironically enough. Really? Who you got? You got Brady, you got Dak. Of course, he hadn't played him that much. Cowboys or Bucks? You know who I... I'm going to go to Cowboys. <sighs> who do you really think, though, is going to win? Tampa Bay. It's disrespectful. But I, I love that. You're going to cheer Prescott. for the Cowboys, but if you were betting, it's Tampa minus, uh, plus two and a half, I think, is what right. the final is. Yeah, I'd take... I'd, you take the I'd two take and a half. Points. Yeah, you take Tampa. Because this thing could go like 20... 22, 21, look, 31, you're 30. exactly yeah. right. 24, 23, 28, 27. Look yeah. at, look at this weekend and how great the games were. Yeah. And the, what, how long they were one position. I know the Saturday night thing got out of hand and then the Jaguars came back, but yeah. man, I mean, even look, Miami with the backup quarterback, with a third Baltimore string. with the, right. <laughs> Baltimore with the backup quarterback. Yeah. The, the, the parity in this league is so damn good. It's hard to win. And the it's hard to it's win. It's hard to win. I, it, the playoff is just different. Yeah. It's just a different breed. And the physicality, I mean, it's already incredible in the regular season, but the licks that the Ravens and the Bengals, Bengals excuse me, were, were, were putting on each other. I, so I'll go Cowboys by one point. I don't feel good about that. Boys are I, rolling, baby. Maybe they'll break this 1993, haven't won a... a a road playoff game since 93 jinx tonight uh good show today show is brought to you by bulldog burger in ridgeland bulldog burger in startville and bulldog burger in tupelo show is also presented by dr kirk jeffries eye care professionals if you need cataract surgery 
you want to go to Dr. Kirk Jeffries and Eye Care Professionals, two locations on Lakeland Drive. Jackson, Flowood, Bellmead. Thanks for listening to the show. You can hit Apple Podcasts, search the Out of Bounds show, and listen to our riveting conversation on Waffle House. And whether it's breakfast or brunch, we'll see you tomorrow. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.